Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. It is not our abilities that show what we truly are. It is our choices. Hello and welcome to Jen Taylor Rerouting, where being rude is never acceptable, but sarcasm is welcome and swearing isn't always a bad option. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Jen's Rerouting. I'm here today. I'm super, super fun, excited to have Kristen and Sia. How are you two today? Really good. Yeah, we're doing great. So this is a little bit different than what I usually do, although we are going to talk about lots of struggles and stuff. But I want to talk about what you guys do now. Um, You're actually the um, proud owners, I guess, of HopscotchTheGlobe.com. So tell me a little bit about what you do. Well, it is a travel blog. We do photography. Uh, Video is a big element of what we do. And Kristen started Hopscotch the Globe what, in 2010? And it was just like a hobby blog, like they all start, and then it expanded into something much larger. That, it's an amazing website. Well, it's an amazing lots of things, because you guys have the blog on the website, you have your YouTube channel, which is how I found you, because we're minimalists. We want to buy the bus. You guys have a 31-foot Airstream that you remodeled, but there's there are several minimalists that Um, kind of RV full-time, I guess that's the easiest way to say it, Mm -hmm. but you guys have some serious personality. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) I, it is a compliment. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So I'm going to talk about some of the things that I've seen and I want you to jump in. So you launched a clothing line, which is pretty awesome. I, I have you, I've been stalking you for a while. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I do my research. So you have a clothing line that's really, really great. You have the website. See, I don't know if you do this with Kristen. I know that there's another woman involved. You have a vlogging course. Oh, no, no, no. She's not involved with Hopscotch. That was just a partnership with uh, another travel YouTuber and blogger. Um, We created an e-course for those wanting to break out into YouTube and and travel the world and make videos for a living. Um, A lot of people are asking us this, so we partnered um, together along with Nomadic Matt, who's the top travel blogger and created the course. But C and I run Hopscotch the Globe together, the two of us. Okay. Well, I knew that you were somehow part of the, a pretty big part of the um, course. Yeah. Which, which looks awesome. Yeah. It's, it's been doing extremely well. Yeah. We started the course, um, A, because we want to incorporate more passive income into our lives. And the course does that. But also because we're seen as travel experts. So whenever people run into us, they, they immediately start asking us questions about travel. Like, can you tell me how I can start a travel blog? Can you tell me how to get cheap flights? Can you tell me how to break into YouTube? And this is like, this is like a three-day conversation, if you really want to know. And we weren't able to do that. So instead, we could just direct people now to this course where they can get all the answers where they can watch them at their own pace. And it would be something that would really help these people. Don't you find it interesting? I mean, I find it interesting that sometimes your passion combined with people's questions creates a business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. So you have that. And then you've done some (laughs) super, really, I mean, you take it and you make it fun. And like, uh, Kristen, you did your minimalist wardrobe video, which I loved. 
Thank you. Yes. And I, I think you have to realize, well, I mean, we've been minimalist for only about three years and because we had a bigger family, it was, it was quite an undertaking. Um, and you have to realize a couple things. I think one minimalism isn't deprivation. No, totally not. It's actually like, it just feels more free. And also I liked, I like knowing what I own. Like I know everything I own because I don't have much of it and I can see everything um, living in this 200 square foot space. And it, for me, having less just feels more free. Like it's less clutter mentally and, and physically. I think that's something that's hard to understand. I mean, I don't, I want to talk about how you guys started. We were just overwhelmed with all the stuff in our house and I dreaded coming home from work knowing it was going to look like a tornado and I was going to have to clean it. So, you know, you start it for whatever reason and then you realize like this is emotionally like weight off of your shoulders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, uh, and then you start doing it in other areas, the people that you're on social media with and even friends, and it's, it's in every part of your life and you start to clean it up and you do definitely feel like you have more. Yeah. Yeah, we basically just, we analyzed what we had and we kept only our favorites. So I have every single piece of clothing I have is my favorite piece of clothing. So no matter what I put on, I love it. Tell me, Let's, I want to go back now. You guys grew up, both of you grew up in British Columbia? No, in no. Ontario. Ontario, sorry. Wow, that's no, a big no, difference. We, we, were, we were in British Columbia. I think when we first started talking, I said that we were in British Columbia. Got it. We drove across Canada from Ontario, settled there for a month, and then now uh, we moved down to L.A. We're in, well, we're in Malibu right now, avoiding Canadian winter. Yes. I'm from Vermont, so I'm actually from the same. I'm over by you. I've been where you where you're from. Okay, it's, it's miserably cold. Yeah. So I saw a picture of you guys when you or a video. You did a short video when you first got to Malibu a month or so ago, and you had the Airstream parked right on the ocean. And I texted Dane and I said, "Can we please take the bus to Big Sur? We don't have the bus yet, but cool. uh, in my mind, I'm gone. So you know, that's what's important. So." Tell me about the journey of you guys meeting, because I know you met when you were young. So I want to hear the whole story. Uh, yeah, we met in high school. We're 15. We met in drama class. Well, that's when we started to first become friends. Um, and then we were friends for years. And, uh, and then we kind of both had boyfriend, girlfriend, but liked each other. And it was, but never, I guess, the right time. And then um, the summer we graduated high school, I told Sia I loved him and then he broke up with his girlfriend and we've been together ever since. <laughs> <laughs> that did it for you, Sia? That, that did it. That's all it took. He always loved me. That's why. She was a good kisser. <laughs> wow. wow. How did you know that? <laughs> I, I got one kiss and I was sold. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so that's super young and I know having kids older than that, if how how do you weather the storm because not only have you been in a relationship now has it been 14 years almost so yeah. 14 years which is sort of unheard of in this day and age but also you did it while you're you're you were literally growing up together yeah I think that's what makes it so special because we have grown up together and experienced so much together um we're best friends and 
um, and lovers and business partners. And it's, yeah, it's been so nice to, to like watch each other grow and develop and grow together and grow separately as well. So I think it's the growing separately and staying together that people probably struggle with the most in this situation. Totally. I think people have just a hard time in general thinking that they can't be independent anymore because they're in a relationship or they can't take time for themselves. Like I've gone off traveling for three, four months by myself with CS support. Like there's no, like I could be like, see, I'm going to go away for two months. You'd be like, okay, like there's, or vice versa. It's just, we have that support for each other. So when did minimalism become part of your lives in all of this? Cause it's not generally common. I would say uh, real minimalism. We always owned like a lot less, but when we really like downsized our lives from like a, a one bedroom apartment in Toronto was a year ago. We started to cut down everything in our lives and we did that by dividing everything into three piles, a pile we are going to keep, a, a pile we are going to try and sell, and then a pile we are going to donate. Everything we owned got divided into three piles. Where did the spark come from, the idea? Um, I'm married to a little gypsy. And, uh, <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> she, she wanted to live in a van. We tried it for like a week and it was cool, but it was not enough space. And we wanted something that was a little bit bigger, um, a little bit more comfortable because we, I don't think we could do van life. Van life is, is like maybe one tenth of the stuff we have. We live in 200 square feet, not like 20 square feet. So it, it feels like a little home. I feel like we could do van life. We just, just choose to do this type of RV living. It's nice to have more space because this is our business. Like we have our office here and our studio and everything. And now we have a dog too. So we wanted to yes. Well, and I think all of us could live in a van. I mean, I know I could. I don't want to because minimalism isn't deprivation and you have to figure out what is important to you. Right. And I, I mean, for me, that's not how I want to live. I think it's awesome that other people do. I mean, I also don't want to have everything I own in a backpack permanently for years and years. But I love hearing about it and reading about it and that people can do it. So you have to find, with minimalism, you have to find your sweet spot, I think. Yeah, there's no rules. Like, no, I love it. <laughs> it's, it's so true that people like think that if you're a minimalist, there's like these set rules. Same with like being vegan. It's the same thing. And if like you do one thing that's a little different, it's the wrong thing. And you're not a minimalist. Or you're not a vegan. But I don't agree with that at all. No, I don't either. So, and one of the things that I loved about your video where you showed everything that you owned and you did the little fashion show is that like your style is not quite like my style. <laughs> um, it's not, <laughs> we're a little bit different and that is totally okay. You don't have to fit into any mold and the things that are important, if, if fashion and makeup are important to you, they can still be important to you. Exactly. So you guys decided to downsize living in Ontario. The van didn't work. So I also love, I, I mean, I see you as like, because I see you online on YouTube. So I feel like I know you a little bit, which isn't necessarily true. But I, I see your, <laughs> well, I feel like you guys are pretty transparent and genuine. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's probably the biggest, one of the biggest draws is that you guys are, it's okay to be goofy. And one of the things that you did was you bought this Airstream and were you planning on doing it yourself initially? Yes. Well, first of all, we didn't think we'd have to do much. And then like a day after we're like, yeah, we're going to have to do a little bit more than we thought. And then as time kept going and we kept getting out more. We're like, holy shit, what have we gotten ourselves into? Uh, we have to completely redo this thing. So until we actually found renovators that could do it, because a lot of places were like booked for years and years. And we're like, no, 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 we like need this done this year. Um, we were going to try to do it ourselves, but hoping that, like, hoping that we didn't have to, because it would take way too much time. We didn't have the skills. We'd have to develop them. And we had to biz have a business to run, which requires us to travel. So it would prevent us from making money and like doing our job and, but we found our renovators and it worked out perfectly. It did, but I loved that. I mean, I've, th I've thought about, oh, I could totally build a tiny house from, you know, the axles up and I probably could, but I don't want to. <laughs> I'm like, that's not what I want to do with my time. I don't want to take three years and learn the skills. And, and so I liked that you guys shifted and you were very pretty raw about shifting. Like, it was a very difficult it seemed like just being overwhelmed you were overwhelmed on camera and that was okay and you hired somebody and that was okay and you spent more than you thought yeah and it, and it was okay because we got our dream home it's even better than we thought it would be um like way better <laughs> yeah there's no way we could have done this in the time frame that was done no like way. this would have taken us uh, yeah three years i would yeah. say we didn't have three years like we wanted to move in right away as soon as possible. So we, we could make money and then we could help somebody else's business. Actually our renovators were renovators, but they didn't have a renovating business. We were their first customers. So we approached them with the idea because we love the work that we saw in their Airstream that they did and said, Hey, like we'll pay for you to do ours. And then they realized we can start a business doing this. So in doing that, it really helped us. It also jump-started their business. We promoted them on our social media. Their social media is growing, and now they're booked for, like, the next two years. Wow. And that's, that's amazing. And that's one of those things where you do something, and you love it, and then people ask you, and it becomes a source of income. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell me some of the biggest struggles in the last 14 years. Um, wow. There have been, there have been many. In like, what area of life? <laughs> In any. Um, I mean, you guys are digital nomads, which is, so am I, but that in a different way, you know. So anything, it can be in business. I mean, you guys have pretty good resumes. So I'm, I'm on your website. I'm stalking while we're talking. And, um, you have a pretty good resumes, so it can be a business struggle, your relationship struggle. Did people think you were crazy for wanting to live in an airstream struggle? Anywhere you want to go. I think by now everyone knows to what to expect from us, and that's always living outside of the box and doing things that we want. <laughs> but yeah. but uh, I guess the whole like it, our the career, for example, there there's always been a struggle because we didn't. We didn't like gain a, a big following overnight. It's always been gradual. There's never been a huge spike. So it's like being persistent, not knowing like what's 
to come like in terms of like projects and money and like like it's a new year right now like we don't know what it's what's going to happen this year so like having like having those maybe doubts or worries are our challenge but like you got to keep pushing through um and we know that same with our relationship too like there are times when we don't feel as in love or we're annoyed with each other and we communicate with each other. We tell each other exactly, exactly how we feel and get past it. Um, so there's always like, it's not easy being in a relationship for this long and it's not easy running your own business, but we love each other and we love our business and we just, we keep going and we know that there's always going to be challenges. Like life isn't just going to be easy all the time, no matter what. So. Yeah. I think people, they, they fear not constantly falling more in love with the person that sometimes if you take a step back in your emotions for that person, that it means it's going to continue spiraling downhill. Or you're not meant to be because you feel that way, which is right. not true like, at all. You go through phases and at times you're going to be over the moon in love with this person. At times you're, you're just going to want to like be alone and have your own space and be sick of any bullshit that they have. But it's through those times and working through those times that actually make you stronger. And when you get through it, because you will get through it, your love will just be stronger. I love that. Tell me about your travels. I know, Kristen, you went to an exchange program your last year of high school. That was your first sort of is that correct? That was your first experience with another culture? Yeah, it was my first like real cultural experience. I had gone to like Cuba and resorts and stuff with my parents when I was younger, but Paraguay was on a completely different level. Sia actually went two years before me because we went to the same high school. So he was 16 when he went. I was 18, um, two different times. And we were both there for four months, learning Spanish, teaching underprivileged children and living with a host family. and. Uh, yeah, in Paraguay, where there's, like, no other foreigners. So you're completely immersed in a new culture, a new community, um, with nothing that you're familiar with. And it was, like, the, mo the most incredible thing that happened to both of us. It's, like, what has shaped our entire lives, our relationship, our friendships, our career, our school. Like, I got a $30,000 scholarship because of Paraguay. Like, there's endless things that came from that uh, that experience yeah and that was at the very beginning of our relationship so we had when i went we had, yeah we had just started dating and three months in Kristen left for four months oh, wow so the first like seven months of our relationship half of that was immediately long distance and this is before skype like yes i was going i was going to like the the convenience store to get like international phone cards scratching off the back and like having 20 minutes to call Kristen before I ran out of five bucks. And it was tough. Like it was a struggle. I just like started dating the girl of my dreams and now she's off like traveling the world. And so many people would not have been able to do that at 17. Oh, no, the, or 30. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> it must have been a really good kiss, Kristen. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so that started the bug, and it started the relationship. So that was kind of part, a big catalyst to how you did this. So 
was there college involved? Yep, we had long distance relationship for like four years when we were, we were in college. Um, we we're like two and a half hours away from each other, but we yeah. were also in college, so we didn't see each other during the week. We'd see each other on weekends or every other weekend. Sia bought a car instead of staying on campus and would drive up to see me, and I, I, I was on campus. Um, yeah, we both studied like media production. Okay. For four years. Yeah, so the travel bug is planted while we're studying TV and film and hosting um, for the hopes of like, maybe we can be on a TV set, maybe we can be on a movie set, and then maybe in our spare time, we'll travel the world. And what happened was we started traveling the world and using our film and media to document our experiences, share them, and then that started picking up. That's crazy. But the way you were thinking about it is the way people traditionally think about it. And right. when yeah. I hit this point, I'll travel. When I do this, I'll travel. And you just flipped it completely. Yeah. We, we had always planned to travel too. Like once we graduated to like get a little bit of experience in our field and then while saving money and then take um, for months. So that's what we did as well. And that's when Hopscotch really started because I was traveling for like 10 months. Sia was like six or seven months and all that experience that we gained in so many countries we visited, we were able to like write about it and, and share that, those experiences. And then it kind of just picked up from there. I love that. So places that you visited, you don't just, I mean, you have a, amazing travel videos and the how to's and you make it easy so people can figure out how to do it on their own. Well, thank you. I'm glad that you think so. <laughs> I, yeah, from like what you pack in your purse and your backpack to what kind of stuff, what what kind of equipment you use for your camera stuff, which is overwhelming to me. <laughs> well, it wasn't always that way. We <sighs> had like one camera before, one like little point and shoot camera. Um, but of course, we've we've grown. Yes. And so is our equipment. So we want to keep making better videos so which is why we have more equipment <laughs> and it's great i mean it shows you where you can start and where you can go to and everything in between and so i that's that was awesome it's a lot of inf you have a lot of information and you do it in a way that's fun like how to poop on a bus in india yep yeah <laughs> I mean, it happens, you know? <laughs> uh, you, you just never know what's going to hit you where. So I love that stuff. You know, you have all of the logistical stuff, the how-to, the why, the do, you can do it this way, and this is our experience. And then you have, and when you get there, <laughs> shit will get real, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Was it hard to add in your personal style? Were you ever concerned? Was that a fear? Um, I, not not so much of, I don't think so. I wouldn't say there was a fear, but of course you're like, there are times when you're comparing yourself to other people, maybe people who are getting more uh, different opportunities than you are or more views or I don't know, their video production like seems to be better than yours or whatever. You're constantly comparing yourself. Um, I find in, in this industry specifically, uh, which can be like, what's the word? Like it can be, what's the word? Help me there. See, it can be detrimental to <laughs> there your creativity. Yeah. 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 Don't watch anyone who cares what they're doing. So that can be like, that's, that's a struggle sometimes. It's not all the time, but there are days when you're just, you feel a little down because you're comparing yourself to others. And then you just got to get out of that and realize you just do you. And that's what we do. 
we didn't like try to develop a personality for camera. We just are ourselves and, and that's it. I think that's the best way to do it. And that's great advice for other people mm -hmm. is just being yourself. Yeah. Don't, don't try to be like someone else because they're already doing that. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. We're big fans of customizing our lives in every way possible. For our relationship, people told us we couldn't have a long distance relationship. We can't go to two different colleges in two different cities. And we wanted to prove them wrong. We're like, no, we're gonna customize this life. I don't have to work a nine to five. We can start a website and try and fund ourselves that way. We can't live in a tiny home and ship off to the other side of the continent. Well, no, we can. We're gonna customize our own lives. These people haven't been taught how to do these things that's why they're telling us that they haven't seen it done before so we're going to show them and i think people um just innately want to put you in a box you know you have to fit somewhere and it doesn't nothing has to fit anywhere no but they're trying to shove you into this box so that it makes sense in their reality and it doesn't need to make sense so um what has been what have been the best travel places that you've been and what have been the most difficult tell me a couple stories about traveling that's hard even if it's in the airstream um we were robbed in india yeah oh that's right you were someone came in the window when you were sleeping right yeah yeah, yeah god was, i do stalk you that was <laughs> it was so scary um it was just it was disturbing that someone invaded our space while we were sleeping saw us sleep not so much that they took our stuff. It's just, oh yeah, the invasion. It felt really creepy, and it was hard to. It was definitely hard to deal with, um, for like a couple of weeks, like trying to fall asleep. You know. Yeah, absolutely. It was a very difficult time for us. That was probably like the hardest time, N not just because of getting robbed, but Kristen and I were in like a rocky point in our relationship, and it, it was just like the the bomb on top that like was just a horrible experience so you've how many times have you gone to india though i've uh, been twice like, i, I was times? there only once but i was twice. i was there for a month Kristen was there for three months six six jeez jeez so you still ended up having a good experience even in the bad experience oh god yeah i love india yeah i love, we, love india we uh we eventually got engaged in india like oh. after this ordeal happened tell me the engagement story <laughs> um well we uh we got in we got to a, a town called rishikesh rishikesh i was gonna say rajasthan um and it was in a little hostel uh, i had bought her a necklace that i got in nepal and I was going to give it to her as a gift. And then it was just like such a beautiful necklace that I wanted it to mean more. Um, the idea of proposal like came to my head and I thought I was going to wait like months to do it and ask her parents and be the traditional route. And one day in our hostel, the moment presented itself. So I asked and she said, yes. <laughs> well, thank God for that. <laughs> Wait, what? I did? <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, we don't know how to tell you this, but... <laughs> Not how I got here. <laughs> Where did you guys actually get married? 
in Ontario, in a forest. See his okay. uncle, a uh, big property in the forest, and it's stunning. So we got married there with like 170 of our friends and family, and it was like a big bohemian hippie fest. It was a music festival, pretty much. Yeah, it, it was a festival. Festival, I, yeah. I'm it, not it surprised. It was not a wedding. It it didn't seem like a wedding. At certain points, I was like, this is a fucking good party. And then I realized <laughs> I have a wedding ring on, and this is my event. It was, like, <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was so, it wasn't just a day, actually. It was like four days. Yeah. And that's awesome. So tell people if they're trying to get into any of this. First of all, if you're trying to get into vlogging, even photography, you can you can find you on Hopscotch the Globe and um, take that course. How how what else? What else can they find and get help with travel? I mean, I know your website's huge; it has a lot. But yeah. what's the easiest way for people to find you and ask questions? And what do you get asked the most? Um, well, you can either find us on hopscotchglobe.com or um, Hopscotch the Globe on YouTube. We, we're on all these other social media platforms. Sia and I yeah. have separate ones on Instagram and Twitter and that. Sia also has his own YouTube channel. Uh, all the good news from around the world. He, he uh, shares every Monday morning. I love it. Uh, it's, it's amazing. It is amazing. I'm glad you restarted that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, and if people are interested on like how to travel, no matter your lifestyle or budget, that's what we um, that's what we talk about. That's what we teach people. Also, how to run your online business, how to create a YouTube channel, how to make videos, all of that, and also how to market yourself, how to like work with brands and tourism boards. That's all in our our the art of vlogging course, which you can find on hopscotchglobe.com. You can it's on the like sidebar. You can check that out. Um, and then also tiny home living. We've been creating videos twice a week on Hopscotch Globe's YouTube channel. Every Tuesday is Tiny Home Tuesday, and on that day we release a new Airstream video, whether it's like a tour or a how-to or our budget breakdown, everything that we spent on our renovations, like all that information's there. And people can ask questions so we can keep creating content answering those questions. It's, yeah, see, I'm glad you mentioned Sia's YouTube channel because I didn't realize that at first. I mean, I found you through um, the Airstream renovation when I was searching for renovations and then it was so much bigger than I realized. And you know how I started stalking you? Oh. You, you guys did a contest. Mm -hmm. It was a 10-day giveaway, which oh, I clearly man. didn't win. <laughs> Sorry. There's so, a lot of people. It's all right. It's all right. Um, but that's when it was like, oh, here you are on Instagram. And um, I, I don't follow people blindly, though, just to do stuff. So that was the catalyst, though, that got me looking at your other platforms. And I, something you posted also was about your new um, product line, your T-shirts. Yeah. How did that come about? We've been wanting to do that for a while, and that's Sia's department. He's started the the website and created those designs that we have so far, and um, we're going to keep making more and expand as well. I have a jewelry line that I'm going to be launching this year. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. we. It was important to our brand and us as being, you know, internationally inspired that our clothing wasn't hurting the world at all. So everything is ethically sourced. It's organically made. Um, there's no sweatshops. Like everyone is paid like a very good wage. 
and and we we pride ourselves on actually like helping out the world by having a clothing line yeah i was very pleasantly surprised a lot i mean there are people that do a clothing line but when you two decide to take something on you do it very well Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, it's it's great. And it doesn't have to be this huge line. It's it's not enormous, but it's so well done. It's definitely um it's I saved it my so you guys got me sucked in basically is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so nice to hear. <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to enter a contest. <laughs> and that's when the stalking really happened. And that's when I reached out and I said, you know, I'd really love to have you on the podcast. Well, thanks for having us. But the the one of the videos that I loved personally the most was the renovation cost breakdown. Yeah, people really wanted that video. And yep. uh, we had kept all of our, obviously all of the receipts and documented everything, put everything together and um, yeah, gave, gave it to the people because that's what they wanted. And it's a great video. We literally share every detail, every yep. expense. Yeah, it was a little shocking to us at points. Counting <laughs> these up, we're like, wow, that's, that was... That was a lot. That was a lot of money. But then yeah. we look around at our space and it feels it feels like like a million dollar condo that I see in Toronto. Like the amount of detail that's in here. Well, because I'm in the pre-renovation phase and obsessively looking for stuff like that, you know, people are like, I did it for $7,000. And I'm like, yeah, but sometimes it looks like $7,000. And if that's really the lifestyle that you love, if that's what you love, then that is awesome. Yeah. But I always thought, I'm like, we're going to spend about 50 grand. And some people are like, how, how could you spend that much in an RV? And I'm like, have you, have you looked at getting them new? And yeah. And they're not what I want. I want to rip the whole thing apart. So, yeah, I definitely love the breakdown. And it's reality. I mean, you have great appliances. So it got me looking at that appliance company. It's a very, very, it's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Other than, you know, the fact that I, Kristen dances around and shows us her, all of her clothing. <laughs> but I love your personality and I love that it shows through and I appreciate you guys sharing with me. I, I wanted to, I want to wrap this up a little bit quickly. Is there anything that you want to share with listeners about any part of it, the online business, the staying in a relationship, the living, tiny living, anything, any regrets, anything you do differently and any advice? No regrets. Never. No. Um, my, my advice would just be, to not be afraid to customize your life because you are going to live very differently and want different things than the person giving you advice. So if you customize your life entirely, you will live exactly the way that you want to live and people will respect you for that. So don't be afraid. Awesome. Kristen, any last words? I think Sia said it pretty well. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for being on. No problem. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Thank you so much for listening in to Jen Taylor Rerouting. Like, share, and of course, comment. I welcome input with attitude. Get a copy of my book on Amazon, Hello, My Name is Warrior Princess, or check out my website, jentaylor.net. And if you still want more, sign up for one of my coaching packages.